This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. You're listening to The Blitz 1170. Streaming live at theblitztulsa.com and on the Blitz 1170 app. All right, welcome back. We're at uh, Slow Ride on the uh, Friday afternoon here on the Blitz 1170, hanging out with you at uh, 41st and Peoria. Stop by here. We are here until 6 o'clock this afternoon, giving you an opportunity to win tickets to see the Cowboys as uh, they will be taking on the Texans coming up on December 11th. You could actually be at that game. All you got to do is come by here, get the exclusive text to win code, text that code. It's Miller. The 79640, and you could be on your way to see the Dallas Cowboys play the Houston Texans. We only have just a handful of games that are left, right? So if you want to win tickets to see the Cowboys this year, and what a year it is to be able to go see the Cowboys. Um, just from the way they've finished up things in the past, hey, hashtag wink, wink, you never know. You want to stop by here and uh, get those tickets. All right, let's check out the Oklahoma Ford Dealers hotline and welcome in a man. Uh, that we've chatted with several times this year, who's got to be on cloud nine right now, getting set for a Big 12 championship game. Sideline reporter for TCU, Larry Burdine joins, or Landry Burdine joins us here on the uh, Blitz 1170. Landry, thank you so much, man. I know it's a last-minute notice. I know you've been busy today with interviews, but what's the excitement level like now uh, for you as we are on the official countdown to tomorrow over there at AT&T? Yeah, Pop, good to talk to you, man. I don't know if it's excitement at this point or just sheer anxiety and blood pressure <laughs> elevated. You know, it's, uh, it's, I don't know if it's scared or nervous or excited. It's just, uh, it's nuts, man. It's been, what a ride, right? I mean, this has been uh, one of the one of the best stories of college football this season. And, man, I tell you, if things go the way we want it to, it may be one of the best stories in college football ever, right? It's, it's got to be up there, I think. So it's just been a heck of a ride and uh, really fortunate to be a part of it. Frog fans are, are fired up right now. So, Landry, has it been that way for the last couple of weeks? Because you guys have essentially been playing playoff football now for how many weeks in a row? But does the anxiety, has it just been building and building and building to a point where you're on the verge of actually playing for the championship game? I mean, I can only imagine what the last couple of weeks have been like. Yeah, the playoff football started in October, right? I mean, we faced four ranked teams in a row, and then we go on the road and uh, Baylor and Texas, and, you know, that's after being on the road at West Virginia. So there was a really tough stretch there uh, that, you know, once we kind of got through that, it's like, hey, man, there's there's really no let-up because, you know, now you got to go beat somebody again in the in the championship game. So I, I tell you, man, it's there's a feeling of um, – I'm trying to think of the best way to put it, Pop. You know, 14 still rings really hollow or is – yeah, there's still a raw nerve there um, in 2014 yeah. when when TCU was left out. And so while I think the Frogs' pedigree and their their record and their resume or whatever the heck you want to call it stands on its own should they lose, right, should they still be in, I, I think so, um, there's still that raw nerve with every Frog fan that remembers how bad that day was where, you know, we went from three to six and you have to hear everybody tell you how, you know, TCU had better or worse losses than Ohio State, and uh, so you know I don't know, man. It's it's 
we just, the Frog fans and the Frog team, I will tell you, is focused on, hey, we got to get a win. And, you know, if we win, we take care of business, then, then we don't have to worry about any of that. I'm glad that you brought that up. That was one of my points. Uh, what, Matt, after we had the, the playoff rankings released on Tuesday, and I, you know, I'm just like everyone else, Landry. You read everyone, right? I was reading Stuart Mandel. I was reading a lot of people, and I started hearing this, this talking point that I just didn't agree with, and that was, hey, no matter what happens, we should be good. Like, we're going to, you know, win or loss, they're, they're in and their place is secure. And my first thought was, wait a minute, I, how can you forget about what happened in 2014, man? There's no way that I would ever forget that I, from, from just the name on the front of a jersey. And, and we referred to it as the country club, Landry, with, with Ohio State. And TCU just wasn't a part of that. And then what we saw with Wisconsin in the past in, in 2017 and teams jumping up, I just I was never a believer in that at all, and I I text Joe Gillespie and from his time at Tulsa, and it's just thank goodness that the team doesn't view things like that, and they're they're approaching this the way that they should, which is hey man we we got to win a conference championship to seal our deal. I, I'm I know the approach that they're taking, and that's the only way that you can is you go into it no other way than we're winning this thing. Yeah, that's true, man, and I think a lot of the anxiety is really just the fans, but you got to. You're dealing with a fan base that's had a ton of success over the last, you know, 15 years, really, and but has also really gotten hammered and told they never belonged, right? It was always, TCU won't be able to do what they're doing when they get in a big conference. And then when TCU starts doing that in a big conference, the media still doesn't buy in. And, you know, they in, in 09, when, when the Frogs, you know, were one, you know, basically kick at Boise away from, you know, being undefeated, and they get sent to, you know, go play in the Kids Bowl with Boise in the Fiesta Bowl. They beat Wisconsin, which was a great team, and tend to win the Rose Bowl and don't win the national championship. So it's, you know, you, when you're on the cusp, right, again, you don't want to have that feeling again. And I think that's what contributes to the anxiety. The team doesn't care about any of that. I can promise yeah. you that, man. They're focused on the win, and, and that, you know, and that's what it is. So that's as it should be. All right, so how do you view this uh, second time around between these two? Um, the thing that, that kind of stood out to me, uh, at least in, in thinking about this, is that um, so the last go-around, Adrian Martinez gets knocked out for Kansas State. Will Howard comes in and kind of carves up the Frog defense early before getting injured late as well. And now Will has had a, a really remarkable back end of the season with the five games that he's played here. Um, that's that's one of the first things that stands out to me is just kind of that, that memory of Will Howard before he went out and was injured in his own right. How, how do you view this matchup coming up on Saturday? Yeah, I, I feel like I should whisper this too, but Will Howard's better. You know, I, I, I just, to be honest with you, he's just better than Adrian Martinez. So, you know, I know people were ragging on the Frogs when Adrian Martinez went out, and, and we were all like, oh, no, you know, this presents another problem. But I tell you how I view it. Uh, you know, the Kansas State – team is completely different than when the frogs beat them in october uh you know the frogs put i think 28 up on them in the second half of that game and since that time they've allowed 15 points total in the second half you know so they've been a completely different team late in games um they don't make any mistakes they don't allow big plays and deuce vaughn's a lot to handle so you know i think from that standpoint they're a really scary football team uh, I think both teams are going to get their points. There's too many good skill players on both sides. And so 
to me, it's going to come down to which defense can create, you know, a couple of takeaways more than the other, and that's a team that's going to win. You know, I, I really do think it's going to be that tight. You know, I was listening to a conversation that Joe Gillespie was having, and he was talking about how you, you look at just coming into to the situation and where they were at defensively, uh, and he had even kind of said out loud, you know, we knew it was going to take a little while for us to kind of round into form and for everyone to kind of figure their own path forward. But once they did, man, they've played incredibly well. And I, I still do not feel like uh, Max has been terrific. I don't feel like the TCU defense has been getting enough of the credit that it deserves for this run that potentially has them on the verge of winning a conference championship. They've, they've been tremendous. And even Joe Gillespie of, of saying it out loud, hey, we knew it was going to take a little while, but we had this feeling in the back of our mind that once they got it and once things clicked, we knew how good that we could be. Yeah, that's been the story of the second half of the season for me, Pop. The, the, the offense kind of carried things the first, you know, five or six games while the defense kind of figured it out. And uh, this defense has been as good as any in the country on the back half of the season, and the numbers prove that out. So you can't say enough about the job that Joe's done. I mean, I, you know how big of a fan I am of Joe. I, I know you're yep. the same way. Um, you know, he's just done an incredible job. Man, he's such a good teacher. And their concept is uh, just shows what a good coach he is and, and what a good, you know, staff that can put together. Uh, so, you know, I tell you, Pop, it's kind of funny you mentioned Joe. He and I are going to be riding together after the game. Uh, both of our sons are playing at a playoff game together uh, up, uh, where the, at the Star in Frisco where the Cowboys practice uh, state quarterfinal match. The Joe texted me and said, hey, Bob, I'm hopping in the truck with the head north when this is over, so. Hopefully we can have a big football day and win two games this weekend. There is no doubt. Well, uh, make sure that you uh, you tell him that I said hi as well for that. Um, I brought up Max. Um, I was happy for him that he got some, some uh, hardware with the uh, Johnny Unitas Award. Uh, I still marvel at just how the entire scenario ended up playing out. I mean, these things aren't supposed to happen. We've talked about this a lot uh, this year. You're not supposed to. Landry Egg be down to your what is your backup quarterback and to have a first year coach and to be in a position like this it's it's all come together but it, it wouldn't be without some incredible sacrifices in telling what type of a competitor and also what type of just person that that Max is to kind of put this team on his shoulders early on and lead them to this point yeah you think about that man coming into his senior year right and uh didn't transfer was happy to accept the competition uh and then loses the job right coming into his last year and i never saw that guy pout i know it's cliche right but you can tell if a guy's not happy mm-hmm. you couldn't tell that with him and and he stayed prepared for his moment moment came in the first game uh and but he damn sure wasn't going to give it back <laughs> you know i mean that was the thing it's like hey I, i'm back in here and and oh by the way i'm not giving this up so i just man he's going to wind up in new york I, I think he has every right to win that thing i really do um and 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 i hope he does because to me he's probably the best story in college football this season and um and you won't find i'll, I'll tell you what bob i've been around a lot of great competitors and uh he's the best hands down the best competitor yeah. I've ever been around and probably the best leader of men. And for him to humble himself the way he did to then be lifted up the way he has, 
it's, it's pretty awesome, man. It, it's really awesome. And a lot of guys get emotional about him. I do too. And there's a big reason, man. He's a good dude. Uh, Landry, give me a few keys for you uh, from TCU's perspective uh, for tomorrow to come out of there with a victory. Uh, I think on the you know when TCU's on defense, uh, they Deuce Vaughn can't beat them. I mean, if he's allowed to run wild, it's going to be a long day, uh, and that's and that's a lot easier said than done. You know, he's really good. They're going to have to get a couple of takeaways, uh, which Kansas State doesn't do. Uh, you know, they don't turn the ball over and. You know, on offense for the Frogs, I think they're going to have to continue to lean on them. That's how they that's how they wound up beating Kansas State was they really were able to establish the run and, and kind of beat up a team that specializes in beating teams up. And so, uh, you know, they're going to have to do that. And they, and they can do that with Kendra Miller, and Max is going to have to do what he's done all year, and that's protect the football. Um, I think, you know, with Quentin Johnson back at full speed, which he hasn't been in a month and a half, uh, that's going to present some interesting challenges uh, for Kansas State. So, man, I think it's going to be a heck of a ball game. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about it. Like I said, I got a lot of anxiety too. But, uh, man, it's just going to be a lot of fun. I mean, this is what you want, right? This is where you want yeah. to be at the end of the season. And and what a joy this team has been. And and you know, brought so much fun to to this community and everything else. So I got no complaints, man. It's been a heck of a year. Okay, that I lied. I got one more then because you just brought up something I think that's All interesting. Right. Um, <laughs> The joy that it's brought, what has the reaction and reception been for this magical run within the Metroplex? And you know how it is there more than anyone else that's, that's listening right now, or even me, uh, about what, how hard it is to get the attention, especially when the Cowboys are good and everything else that is happening. But w- what has the reaction been so far? Uh, it's been nothing short of uh, unprecedented, I think. And it wasn't like a bunch of freeloaders, right, that – that jumped on the bandwagon late. I mean, this entire season from the beginning, uh, Frog fans have showed up. Uh, they set student attendance records every single game. They're bought in. They're excited. And a lot of that is Sonny Dykes' leadership, man. He let them come to practice. I mean, anyone. He just said, if you want to come to practice, come on. It's open. And that's not just spring. It was in the fall. And so I think his engagement of the fan base is one of the biggest keys to it, you know, and that's, I give him a lot of credit for that. And, you know, and then it just became fun, right? Winning begets winning and and, and people like hanging out with winners and, uh, you know, and here we are, but, but it's, it's been as fun a college football season as I've been a part of in, you know, nearly 30 years of being around this program. Well, you know where my rooting interests will lie. I'll be uh, right there with you guys coming up this weekend. Uh, Hypnotoad and all, uh, go get them. And I, I wish uh, I wish your nerves some uh, some calm and uh, collectiveness coming up uh, this evening as you get set for tomorrow's big game. But I can't thank you enough for joining us here in Tulsa, man. Best of luck, and uh, we'll definitely be in touch again soon. All right, you got to pop anytime, and man, I'll, I'll try to find a Hypnotoad sweatshirt and get it up there to you. <laughs> Dude, you would be my new hero if if you made that happen. I'll I'll Venmo you. I'll Venmo you the money right now if you want me to for sure. <laughs> I'll try to make it happen, man. Y'all right. have a good Christmas and uh, thanks for having me on. You too. Thank you, Landry. That's uh, Landry Burdine who's joining us here. He is the sideline reporter for TCU as they are getting set for their matchup with Kansas State coming up tomorrow, bright and early at 11 a.m. I'm looking at the uh, ESPN TV screen right now, Matt. Mad Max Beyond Expectations. And I'm telling you, like, I, I have not, I have not placed my vote yet for the Heisman Trophy. 
Like, I'm, I'm waiting as you should until after championship weekend. But, um, you know, you have to be careful about it. I'm not giving away my vote or anything, but I, I, I've got a keen eye on what's going on uh, with Max there tomorrow in that matchup with Kansas State. All right, uh, as is the same eye on USC and Utah tonight as well in the Pac-12 championship game with what Caleb Williams is going to be doing. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back with more next live from Slow Ride here on Brookside. It's 41st in Peoria. We are here until 6 o'clock. We're 30 minutes away from Colby Daniels joining us here on the Blitz 1170. Uh, the place is picking up a little bit here on a Friday as well. We got Golden Tea action here to my left. Uh, plenty of TV screens where we're watching the uh, finishing moments. What We're in the 74th minute with the uh, Swiss and uh, Serbia as well. The Swiss lead 3-2 to two right now in World Cup Group C action. Is that C or G? I think it's G. That is Group, group G, G action. Yeah, with the uh, Swiss uh, leading 3-2. to two. So we'll be here until 6 o'clock. Stop by, say hi, and win these tickets to see the Texans play the Cowboys on December 11th. All you've got to do is text this special word that we have here on broadcast location. Uh, that's on this little placard. I almost just gave it out over the air. Ah, why not? It's a Friday. Uh, Miller to 79640. Take a time out. We'll come back with more after this here on the Blitz. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.